Welcome to the Red Diamond Report podcast. I'm your host, Wilton Jackson, bringing you another exciting episode. Recently, I sat down with Angel Reyes Muniz, the first Mexican basketball player from New York City to play for the Mexican national team. Reyes is a true hooper at heart and a student of the game, but his journey as a player, one that is still evolving, goes beyond the hardwood. The Bronx native became the first person to graduate in his family in September 2022 when he earned an associate degree from Rockland Community College. He credits his mom as his biggest inspiration to keep striving for more and not giving up on his dreams. As he continues to build on his hoop dreams, Reyes has multiple years of college eligibility remaining. His goal is to land with a program that will position him to one day get a chance to play in the NBA. It also helps that he has relationships with former legends like Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, and current star Kyrie Irving to help him navigate the process. Sit back and get ready to listen as he dives into his hoop dreams, the lessons he's learned on the courts in NYC, his relationship with his mom, the international growth among the NBA, and some of his previous and recent brand collaborations away from the court. This is the Red Diamond Report Podcast. Let's get it. Welcome to the Red Diamond Report podcast. I'm your host, Wilson Jackson, and today we have another great guest by the name of Angel Riaz, uh, first Mexican-American basketball player born in, in New York City. Phenomenal guy. I can't wait to dive into the conversation that, that we're going to get into today. He's a great basketball player, but he has an even better story um, that he's going to dive in and talk to us about today. So, Angel, it is so good to have you on the show today, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time. Angel, tell, tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and, and what you do and, and, and a little background about you. Uh, well, I'm from New York City. I'm the first Mexican basketball player for New York City to play for the Mexican national team. Um, so, just trying to make it out, man. I heard that. I heard that, man. Like, what that? what's that, what's that experience like, you know, playing for the Mexican national basketball team? And, of course, we're going to dive into that a little bit more uh, into the show. Uh, it's an honor, you know what I mean, to represent my country. You know, that's something huge. You know what I mean, a lot of people don't get the opportunity to represent their country, and so me being the Mexican, Mexican American, and you know what I mean, it's just something huge. You know what I mean, like the only I'm, I'm the only Mexican player from New York, from like America, from USA to go basically represent the national team. So definitely hold hold that high, and um, you know what I mean, as an expectation to be able to put your country at the top. It's nothing like being able to, you know, not not only just represent your country, but just represent people that, that that care about you, love you, and things like that, which is, you know, a, a phenomenal thing. I want to go into something. I was doing some research on you, and, man, like, you talk about a journey that you've been through just to get to this point. Uh, some of your earlier times, you, you said you, you grew up kind of going to the courts but not necessarily playing when you were younger, you know, in, in a, a younger version of you, but getting a chance to watch. And so I've talked to previous athletes from New York City, and they're, they're very different. Like, they're very – they're very gritty. Like they, they, they have a very sometimes a very similar path to you. So I want to ask you this: as you were watching, you know, watching these other players and other athletes play on the courts before you actually got the chance to, I wanted to ask this: what's that? What's that feeling like of, of playing at at a, at a basketball court in New York City? 
the honor, man, because if you if you don't win, you wait in like two hours to get on the court. You know what I mean? So you, you got to go. You're playing because the Knights, a bunch of players just waiting for the opportunity to play next. You know what I mean? So when you're on the court, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be watching because it's, it's getting boring. Five hours, hey. whatever. Park, so it's when you go what? on the court. One thing that always fascinates me is the culture surrounding some of these courts. Like you're talking about the West 4th Street courts. You're talking about Rucker Park. Like what would you say is your favorite court and why? It's always going to be Rucker just because of the history and the culture of it. You know what I mean? Like old school basketball, new school basketball to this day is still going on. You know what I mean? So like a bunch of uh, Hall of Famous basketball players that can come through that court and then put on a show. You know what I mean? You have like the court being sold out. Like when I say sold out, like out of capacity and then you got people on top of the projects trying to watch it you know, right. from the you know what I mean so it's just crazy you know I mean people climbing gates and all that so definitely that's the culture of it you know what I mean just being able to try to get in the park you know what I mean so for sure you said your mom is your biggest inspiration why why is that my mom man my mom done been through it all man we don't been through it all my mom and like She's still out here fighting to this day, man. She will, she's she's never, I know there's been days she's tired as hell, and then she still never been like, I'm not going to work, and she's out there grinding, you know what I mean? So, like, she's seen her, what she done to come to America. She failed a few times, and then it's just like, I seen you fail, you prevailed. Why would I stop, you know what I mean? So it's like, no matter what I go through, I'm going to continue to fight for my goals. What What's your relationship with your mom, you know, right now? Obviously, you know, you, you said she's your, your, your biggest inspiration. But as far as you navigating basketball, I know you have uh, two other siblings, two sisters. What's that that family dynamic like? Oh uh, well, it's it's um they really new to the sport. You know what I mean? Like we don't. It's not we like I'm the first one in the family, like the whole family to play sport. Yeah. Just showing them and enlightening them what is basketball. You know what I mean? Like the atmosphere, the culture of it. You know what I mean? Like I grew up playing soccer, but now it's a basketball sport. It's a different culture to it. You know. I, I can only imagine how proud of how proud she is of you, you know, with you playing on the Mexican national team again, uh, doing some of the, you know, sponsorships and, and things like that that you've been able to do. Uh, what does she tell you when she sees you doing those things? Um, honestly, it's just be like, like remain humble, be respectful, and you know what I mean, stay positive. Like my mom, she would tell me like always pursue what you want, you know what I mean, because we're gonna get it. Because the more persistent you are. The more, the more you're closer, you get to your goals. And speaking of your goals, you didn't have the easiest path to basketball. And you just also mentioned, too, you started off playing soccer. Uh, you get to high school, playing basketball, break your leg. Uh, was it ever a moment that you felt like in that year that you weren't going to come back to be able to play? I didn't play my sophomore year when I broke my leg. Um, it was devastating. I was the chubby kid. So what was it going Aligning, and so like, you know what I mean. Um, I wasn't mature. I was just taking everything as a joke. School, everything. You know what I mean. So once I broke my leg, that was like the eye opener for me. Like God told me, give it. I could take it. Time. You know what I mean. So like, that's just that just really molded me to what I am today. I want to ask this question because I was doing some research and remembered this from the start of last season. Uh, ahead of the 2022-2023 NBA season. The NBA featured 120 players from 40, 40 countries and six continents on rosters. Uh, so when you think about that, you have, you know, Giannis, Nikola Jokic, Luka, Joel Embiid, Jamal Murray. And even now, if you look at, you know, what's coming to the league in Victor Wimbenyama, I want to ask you this as an international player, how 
how thrilled are you about the way that the sport, particularly the NBA, is going uh, for international players? It's expanding, you know what I mean? The NBA is, is, is putting its market out there in the, in, the, in, the, in the international world. You know, as you realize with Victor Wamayama, um, they have, um, they streamed these games. Do you know what I mean? Like they're expanding their network and stuff out there to Europe, whatever it is. So, it's, I mean, the NBA is just being smart with this. It's a business uh, move right here. So it's just, they know what Like, who would you consider your favorite NBA player right now? Honestly, I mean, it's always been Chris Paul, just because of the fact that we're around the same height, we play similar. No, no. I, I would give anybody a million dollars from when Chris Paul is coming off of that peak, that high, that, that, that high screen has been set, and he's coming off the road, and every single time he gets to the elbow, I'm thinking, like, whoever that help defender is, you have to know that that jump shot is coming. And, no, like, literally, it's like, he sees that and his eyes get big and the rim just gets large. Like, I don't get it. Right. He's smart, man. That's a small IQ player right there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bots, like he's, he knows what he's doing, man. That's the real point guard right there. Uh, I've also seen that you built friendships. Um, you mentioned that to me, um, you know, just talking beforehand. You, you built friendships with, like, Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, Kyrie Irving. How beneficial has that been for you in terms of your growth as a basketball player? Out of those guys you mentioned, you know, Kyrie Irving is the biggest one because, like, Kyrie Irving is just text away. So, like, I know my father, you know, that's, that's, that's like, big bros, you know what I mean? Like, every time we see each other in person, it's love, you know what I mean? Like, we just talk – we don't even talk about basketball related. We just talk about life, you know what I mean? Because we're just more than basketball. We're more than athletes, you know what I mean? So, it's just the fact that being able to have those people in my circle is just a, a true honor, you know what I mean? That I can be able to, to get guidance from people like that, you know, so – it's, it's, it's really special to me to have Kyrie Irving and, and, and his father in my circle, you know. Absolutely. What's the biggest piece of advice he's given you thus far? Um, Always, like, always just be you. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what status you have, just be you. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because that's what got you there. You being you, that's your natural self. You know what I mean? That's your higher self. So just... The way people attract you is just because of you, the way you are, the way you talk, the way you move, the way you walk. It's You're special about it. So it's just you're, you are special in your own way. Everybody is special in their own way. And so just move like it. What do you appreciate the most about their about those three players' games, whether it be Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, Kyrie Irving? Because I know you're, you're playing at the guard position, so I guess I should narrow that to Steve Nash and Kyrie Irving. What, what do you appreciate the most about their games that you try to include in your own? I mean, the way, the way we would go around the rim, finishing layups, you know what I mean? If you could pick any five players in a pickup game and two additional players that you could put on the bench, who would they be and why? MJ at the one. I mean, just, just – I'm not going – I'm just I'm not even saying five, whatever, right? LBJ, King James, uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, and Tim Duncan. Jeez. Yeah. And then on the bench, I'll probably have Jason Kidd and – uh. Kyrie, Kyrie, sure. Sheesh, sheesh, Kyrie and Tatum on the bench. But, I mean, considering the players that you just named, like, that's a hell of a lineup. High caliber, man, for real. That's a hell of a lineup. Tim Duncan, Mr. Consistent. I mean, yep. MJ, like, you know that's a bucket. Man, sure. that's a tough lineup. Like, if I'm Jason Tatum, I'm thinking, like, man, I don't – I might not ever touch the court. <laughs> I said Jason. Yeah, my fault, Jason Kidd. Oh, Jay. Oh, okay. 
That's even yeah. better. So that means you know you're gonna you, you're definitely gonna get a lot of assists. For sure. So Jason Kidd for sure. You know what I mean? Just because like I was I was trying to mimic his game. Every point. Should Nikola Jokic be considered in the goat conversation? A lot of people don't study Nick, uh, Jokic's game, man. But he's a really talented, great player. You know what I mean? Like the way he's able to pass the or the ball so easy, you know what I mean? It's hard to guard that, you know what I mean? So I feel like he's definitely going to go down as one of the greatest as well. So, you know what I mean? There's no limit to what he can do. Now we're going to switch gears real quick just a little bit. You had a movie appearance in Somewhere in the Queens. It was released in April. Tell me, Talk to me a little bit about that. Man, that's a Ray Romano movie. I don't know if you know Ray Romano from Everybody Loves Raymond, I believe. And so, like, he's big out here in the New York coast and, you know, just and like, being able to be uh have, have a role in that it was just super dope you know a few basketball scenes you know what i mean like we we did that about three years ago and then it came out just now you know, a few months ago so it's just crazy to see the the process that picked up by a, a film company you know what i mean movie theaters and then all like i never imagined you know what i mean i'll be also a movie actor you know what i mean like but like I said, I'm going for everything, you know what I mean? Whatever opportunity it is, whatever aspect of, 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 of like, situation it is, you know, make the most of it. So here we are with that. Um, I mean, looking forward to my following projects coming up as well. You were in that trailer with, with uh, Peyton Manning and, and, and Vince Carter. Uh, I can only imagine what that was like. Um, because for mm -hmm. one, Peyton Manning and Vince Carter are two funny people. And just the fact that, like, you had that opportunity to, to be in that trailer, you know, how, how did that opportunity come about? Um, that was an ESPN film, you know what I mean? It actually came out, it's called Vince Places. Mm -hmm. um, it was a show um ESPN Plus. Um, it was dope, you know what I mean? I was uh, I was told to come out to LA and we shot in Hollywood and we shot in a regularly ass gym and uh um, you know what I mean, all you see is Peyton Man just walking around, the back to the future cars there, and then you have to come through and then we just chopping it up, just chilling right there, he getting his makeup done, whatever, and then and uh just welcome by him, you know what I mean? Like, you know, chill spot, whatever, you know what I mean? Just eating and conversating. And then when we went to shoot the scenes, like, it was just, like, he was. They, we was all locked in, you know what I mean? Like, whatever we had to do, and we had to mimic playing basketball back when it first started, you know what I mean? So we had the old basket, the peach baskets and everything, and so I uh, passing him the ball and then him scoring a few, you know what I mean? It was pretty dope, you know what I mean? So, you know what it, I mean? It, They're good people. It's not every day that you get a chance to pass the ball to Vince Carter. <laughs> Definitely took the most out of my opportunity. They they put me exactly to pass the ball to Vince Carter. So the ball would come to me, and then I would just have to pass it, dump it off for Vince, and he would just shoot it, whatever it was he had to do. So it was it was pretty cool. Um, your journey to to where you are getting on the Mex Mexican national team, you had that JUCO route, and then also still now currently playing on the Mexican national team, but you still have eligibility for to play at a college. Uh, have you decided? Have you decided on a, another school yet? Like, what's that process been like? And you know, and what are you hoping to, to get from that? Man, I'm definitely getting picked up. Hope to get picked up soon. It's been it's been slow because like everything going on with the transfer portal, especially after COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been college team, so it's just like being able to continue to reach out to coaches and talk to coaches and see what they have to offer. You know what I mean? And just look at the best situation for me as a point guard and as a student off the court, you know what I mean? I mean, as a as a student, yeah, as a as a person off the court, you know what I mean? Be able to be in the right situation to go to a school where I want to study and, uh, you know what I mean? Because the goal after, after I mean, after basketball, obviously, to continue what I want to do. And, you know what I mean? So hopefully to become a sports agent. So, you know, being able to have that 
graduate with that degree that can put me into becoming an agent. So it's just like being in the right, being in the right school and then being in the right situation as a, as a basketball player. So, you know what I mean? God has this, and you know, this is his battle, and I'm just just going, just, just praying for everything comes out right, and I get picked up by school. When you step on that court daily, like even today when you go into a practice, like what's going through your mind, one, but then two, what keeps you motivated even on a bad day to really just say, okay, Angel, you got to lock in. Like it's time to go, you know, I'm really trying to lock in to continue to 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 continue to, to grow and, and continue to get better. Well, first thing I look at it as is no failing in sports. You know what I mean? Just like Giannis said, you know what I mean? And also the fact that like I don't believe in bad days. You know what I mean? It's just a factor that you have to you have to like lock in more. You know what I mean? Like, like today in my workouts, I just switch it up. You know what I mean? Like when I get on the court, put on my shoes. Like I know what I got to be on the court. You know I, mean? I know the level that I have to act like be on the court, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I switch it off, you know what I mean? When I'm off the court, we cool off the court, but on the court, like, I'm coming at your head. Like, I don't care who it is. If it's my mother, if it's my father, like Coach Vic, whoever it is, man, I'm coming at their head just because, like, I know what it took me to be on the court, you know what I mean? I don't want to get off the court, you know what I mean? So, like, I hold a high standard for myself when I'm on the court. Like, I'm that bad man, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm coming to kill you on the court. You have a, a relationship with Warren Toscano Anderson. Talk yeah, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that. That's the big bro, man. You know what I mean? Like, we both play for the Mexican national team. You know what I mean? He plays for the guys that play for the U23 ones. And, like, just being able to have, you know what I mean, just pull away, you know what I mean? Being able to have him play, like, he played, won a championship, you know what I mean? He's the first Mexican in the NBA to, you know what I mean, to actually win a championship, you know what I mean? So it's just crazy to me that a Mexican could do it. If he could do it, I could do it, you know what I mean? So it's just the fact that. His journey to the, to the NBA hasn't hasn't been easy, you know what I mean. So it's just like I know what I'm I'm gearing up for, and um, you know what I mean to have somebody like him by your side and pick his brain up about like what can happen in the next few years, you know what I mean. So it's just it's just an honor to have Fonzo Scano, you know what I mean, as a big brother here in my side. Now you mentioned I also you you mentioned earlier in the show you were talking about how after that after your injury you took that time to really kind of build on your body get stronger you know take more put more pride into doing a lot of the things that you wanted to do uh with the way that you're playing the game now you you definitely put a lot of emphasis having watched some of your clips you put a lot of uh a lot of emphasis on you know dishing the ball putting people in place to score uh what's the biggest thing that you're looking to do with your game going forward to help you know facilitate some of those other things that you want to do to be honest, my biggest thing right now is just being able to get my my my, my socks lesson better. You know what I mean? Being able to get I want. You know what I mean? Being able to get to my spot and just be able to knock it down. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things. I know. I mean, mastering the mid the the, the mid range game. You know what I mean? That floor. You know I mean, they're gonna be tall defenders, so I got to be able to get high off the rim. Right. Yeah. So that's just my, my my thing that I'm working on this off season. Apart from my body as well, just trying to be able to get as tall as I can, and just being able to. You know what I mean? Get my socks selection off, you know what I mean? Be able to have good shots that I want, that I know can go in. What's your proudest moment in, in basketball so far, other than playing for the Mexican national team? Um, To be honest, it was probably getting my first offer. You know what I mean? That's probably just been a proudest moment, just being able to know that my first, like, all my hard work, all, everything that I've done, like, is being paid off. You know what I mean? So I just know that I got to continue to work harder and stuff and just keep keep at it. You know what I mean? Because the sport, you know what I mean? This player's coming behind me, you know what I mean? So it's just it's a marathon. You just run your own race. And and the opposite to that, what would you say has been maybe the biggest moment of adversity for you? Honestly, you know what I mean? Like, uh, 
you know, probably, I mean, every day I fight through it, you know, just being able to say that I'm Mexican, you know, in New York City, you know what I mean? Sometimes people look at you like, who is this motherfucker? You know what I mean? Like, you, mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd be like, I'm that person, you know what I mean? In the court, you know what I mean? Like, I got my bush last night. I think I'm, I'm soft. I ain't sweet, bro. Like, and nothing sweet about me when I'm on the court. So then I bust the ass, just, yo, what's your name? Yo, yo, let's, let's chop it up after, you know what I mean? Take my info, this and that. But it's just, it's just all a part of the game because people, they, 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 they judge you based off how you look, you know what I mean? But you know what they say, never judge a book by its cover. So it's just like coming at you no matter what. Like, if you think I look sweet, I'm not sweet, bro. Like, so that is, bro. Right. When you, when you look at where you are right now, and you see the trajectory of where you could go. What do you see? I see the I see honestly I see myself playing professional, you know what I mean? Like just whatever it is, you know, A G League, whatever, overseas, Europe, Mexico. I see that yeah, I've been telling me, you know what I mean? Take it one step at one step at a time, you know what I mean? Right now you got three years of eligibility to let's try to finish college go from this. So honestly, right now, the next three years I feel like, you know what I mean, becoming an all American college point guard, you know what I mean, and just being able to they make the most out of my college college career that's left. What would you say in, in that experience, and, and I guess this is a good segue to come in with this, in that experience, what would you say you've learned the most about yourself? Not necessarily as a basketball player, but just about yourself. I'm more than just an athlete. You know what I mean? I'm 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 more than whatever I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so many things that I'm gonna accomplish just for the and I say this humbly, you know what I mean? With the fact that like I'm I'm the first one out the family to play basketball, you know what I mean? I'm out here trying to feed people's families, you know what I mean? And I know that I will make it happen just because of, of what's to happen, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Like, I know that I'm, I say this humbly and respectfully, and, like, I'm the first one out of the family to do everything, and, like, I know what I got to do to continue to, the, the, man, not just as the family, but everybody around the world. How do your sisters look at you and, and the things that you that you've been able to do? Like I come home and they just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they just want to conversate with you. And then we'll, we'll chop it up, of course, you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. them asking me questions and stuff. But, I, you know, I just I just tell them, like, I mean, whatever you need, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. they usually come just because they're little girls, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Like, I just try to put them on the game and just keep them, at, keep them focused, you know what I mean? Like, because it could be a hard thing out there where I'm from, like, the streets and the, the neighborhood that we're in. So it's just, that's another one of my motivations to, to, to try to get my family, to, to want to get my family out the hood, you know what I mean? Just for my sisters as well. I applaud you for everything that you're doing. Uh, the journey that you've had thus far, the journey that you're still gonna have. Um, what people don't realize, and I'm sure you, you, you know this because you're in the process and you're going through it now, that it takes a lot to continue to go after your dreams when things have been shut down. And, and when things feel like, you know, here's this this big block and wall of adversity to that's standing in front of you when you want to continue to grow and get to where you need to be. Um, you're on your way. You you are definitely on your way. Um, and don't let anyone stop you because, like, it's commendable for what you're doing. And obviously, the person that you are, I know you're not going to let anybody stop you in general. I can tell by just your demeanor itself and even just watching you and, and doing my research, research on you and, and, and looking at you. Well, Angel, it has been so good to have you on the show. Uh, I know we've had our times trying to get on and, and, and get this situated, man, but I'm finally, finally glad uh, to do this and, and to have you on the show. It's been an honor. Uh, but I do got to ask this one question before before I get out. If, if it's, it's a basketball question, too. 10 seconds, inbound play, you get the ball, coach calls up a play, 
nine times out of ten, what play is that coach calling up that involves you? I'm I'm probably gonna be coming off the screen off the off the left side. Let's say the ball's on the right side, right? Yeah. Anybody on the right side, left side, two double screens. I'm attacking. I'm probably throwing an alley oop to my man that's, that's rolling with me. Don't care. <laughs> You know, it's crazy that you say that because I think I've seen a video a video of you like in just in a drill doing that. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure, man. You know what I mean? It's, that's why it was so easy to come to my mom because it's just like I've worked on that so many times that I just – it's like the back of my hand. So I just always remember that, man. Uh, you mentioned that you're, you're obviously working on some other things, some other projects outside of basketball. Uh, if you could, are there any things that you could share with the listeners that, you know, that they can look forward to that's coming from you? I'll give a little preview right now. I'm working on American Sports Story. It's about Aaron Hernandez, so be on the lookout for that for sure. Okay, that ought to be really exciting. Sure, man. That's uh, you know what I mean. It's on the works right now, so that's all I can say, man. Absolutely. Angel Reyes, listeners, uh, yeah, definitely want to follow him. Angel, where could where could uh could people follow you and and just kind of follow your journey, man? Uh, everywhere on all social media platforms, I'm Angel Reyes Muniz. You know what I mean? So just look me up there, man. You know what I mean? I tell I tell people on social media is your resume. So just keep it clean, you know, keep it positive, keep it uh, grown. I mean, keep it mature, you know what I mean? Do what you do, your content, basketball, whatever it is. Just put it up there because they're all watching. Thank you again for coming on the show. And like, we'll talk soon, man. I really appreciate it. Yo, I thank you for your time, man. I appreciate you. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Red Diamond Report podcast. Until then, make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Follow the podcast on Instagram at the Red Diamond Report and follow me on Twitter at Wilton Reports and on Instagram at Wilton Reports underscore.